This podcast is sponsored by Project Dragonfly, a master's degree program offered by Miami University dedicated to ecological and social change. Project Dragonfly offers a part-time Master's of Arts in Biology degree focused on conservation or a Master's of Arts in Teaching for teachers. The program is designed for working professionals and can be completed from anywhere in the United States. Learn more at projectdragonfly.miamioh.edu. Hi, everyone. I've got uh, three headlines for today's Peliconis News. I've categorized them into biodiversity and legislation. These stories are truly incredible and also reminders to me that conservation can actually work. Um, especially our last story today. Um, I'm so excited about it. All right, in our first category of biodiversity, the first story is coming uh, from a press release from Center for Biological Diversity. Africa's Atlantic humpback dolphins win U.S. endangered species protection. NOAA Fisheries announced that highly imperiled Atlantic humpback dolphins will be protected under the U.S. Endangered Species Act. Atlantic humpback dolphins are found only along Africa's western coast, no more than 3,000 likely remain alive. An Endangered Species Act listing prohibits trade in the dolphins, promotes funding for conservation within their range, increases global awareness, and fosters international cooperation with the sharing of scientific expertise. The agency's decision came in response to a filing uh, petition uh, by the Animal Welfare Institute, the Center for Biological Diversity, and Viva Vaquita. We are thrilled that this ESA listing will bring greater attention to the Atlantic humpback dolphin's dire situation, said Naomi Rose, Ph.D., Senior Scientist in Marine Mammal Biology for the Animal Welfare's Institute Marine Life Program. Imperiled cetaceans such as this dolphin need all hands on deck in order to survive. That's really fabulous. Okay, uh, second category of legislation. Two stories here. First one coming out of uh, goodnewsnetwork.org. A uh, Bolivian town protects 1 million acres of Amazon rainforest, building a conservation mosaic of 90% forests. In Bolivia, with the announcement of the establishment of a truly gargantuan patch of protected forest, credit must be given to the ordinary people of the country. In the municipality of Sena, population 2,500, a law was just created to protect 1.1 million acres of Amazon rainforest, called the Gran Manupare, Integrated Management Natural Area. The law was overseen by and passed for the benefit of, quote-unquote, peasants and indigenous com- communities. Uh, see how long that holds up, the word peasants. Um, but uh, per a statement from the mayor's office. Located in the Pando department in the far northern corner of Bolivia, the newly protected area represents almost 8% of the total area of forests and has significantly increased the region's conservation coverage to 26%. The rich biodiversity of this new area is highlighted by the presence of the giant river otter, one of the region's top predators, and the big leaf mahogany, both endangered species according to the IUCN. This last one is um, 
one of the cooler stories that I've seen in the last, I don't know, few months, I think. Um, it's coming from Society for Ecological Restoration um, website. It's a press release. The European Union takes historic step with nature restoration law, pioneering Europe restoration efforts. And this is a little different than normal restoration. I'm excited to share why. The European Union takes bold and pioneering steps to restore nature and safeguard the well-being of European citizens. The Society for Ecological Restoration joins its European chapter of Society for Ecological Restoration Europe in celebrating the adoption of the EU regulation on nature restoration or the nature restoration law or NRL by the European Parliament. This globally unique and forward-thinking law takes proactive steps to tackle biodiversity loss, climate change impacts, and ecosystem degradation through ecosystem and ecological restoration. Bound by broad ambitions and legally binding targets, the European member states are now required to take many meaningful action to restore our connection with nature. This is why this is so cool. Voluntary restoration efforts worldwide are making a quantifiable impact. However, mandatory restoration is often tied to or obligated as compensatory mitigation for environmental degradation. The NRL stands out globally by proactively obligating nature restoration. This marks an important milestone in the policy framework for restoration and will contribute to achieving international targets such as those outlined in the Global Biodiversity Framework and the UN Decade on Ecosystem Restoration. All right, so I'm gonna go try to go through this briefly, but there's five um, different principles to this law. Uh, this is pretty cool. So the strengths of the EU nature restoration regulation include legally binding and measurable targets to restore 20% of land and marine ecosystems in the EU by 2030 and to restore all ecosystems in need of restoration by 2050. <laughs> That's so huge. A holistic approach emphasizing the importance of nature-based solution to climate change challenges, environmental degradation and environmental risks in an integrated way. Active involvement and collaboration among societal actors who manage land and seas, including farmers, forest owners, local authorities, businesses, NGOs, and local communities. This inclusive approach is vital for the successful implementation of nature restoration initiatives that benefits both nature and people. And number four, financial support from public and private sources to facilitate the transition to more sustainable practices and achievement of restoration goals. And then the last one, number five, National nature restoration plans will be adopted by the member states within two years to start delivering systematically the required measures on their territory. This is amazing. I've never seen anything like this. You know, there's the 30 by 30, which is, you know, saving 30% of the land by 2030. Uh, sorry, not saving, protecting 30% uh, of the land by 2030. And then the 50 by 50 is the same thing, but for 2050. But I've never seen a law that requires 20% of land and marine ecosystems to be restored by 2030 with all ecosystems in need of restoration by 2050. That is astonishing to me. All right, hopefully this trend definitely spreads. I hope these stories bring some optimism and lightness to your month, and I really look forward to sharing more in the future.